I guess a bit of a morbid, am I wrong today, but still super interesting. Well, especially considering how many people reached out and said that, hey, we've gone through something similar to this as I was, well. I was shocked at how many people have been through it. It was a pretty surprising. Another fun round of uh, two-second tune. Yes, I finally won. And uh, what else? We also had the uh, minute to win it game in there. Trash yeah. flash. Apparently, we got to make sure. Count up the points in trash flash. We had texters text in and say Kelly's added up the points wrong. Now, if you know the show, though, you know I shouldn't be doing math, especially live on the air. That's true. So even though I have a calculator, sometimes a button gets missed. Uh, y- y- you never know. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's the podcast starting right now. Kelly and Wood. Am I wrong is when someone is struggling with something, so they call us up so we can try and help them through it. We have Jennifer on the phone with us right now. Jennifer, what's going on? Why are you on Am I Wrong today? Hey, guys. Um, I'm calling because um, about 10 years ago now, my father passed away. um, And at the time, um, he had actually purchased two burial plots. One for him, and then one for my mother. Um, normal, right? Yeah. So now my mom is getting remarried, um, and I absolutely love her new husband. He is such a sweet guy. They're going to have, you know, an amazing time together. But now my mother doesn't know if she is. Still going to use the burial plot that my father had purchased. Oh, and I, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of weird about it because my parents did love each other very much, and they had a wonderful life together. And my father was thinking of both of them um, when he purchased those plots in the cemetery, so they could be together forever after. Um, but now, since she's getting remarried. I can understand where she's coming from, but I think I'm still a little bit upset that she isn't considering um, what my father's feelings would be about it. Okay. How did this, how did this conversation come up? Um, I think it was maybe even, I think it was last week. She was, um, we were all together and we were talking about um, all the new things you have to do when you get married, like getting your name changed and, you know, your driver's license and all of your important things. Um, And she brought up having to go talk to um, the cemetery people. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, well now we have to find a new plot for myself and my new husband. And I was like, Huh. But you have a plot. You have a spot. Yeah. Boy, that's so interesting. I never in a million years even thought about anything like that. So who's going to go in that spot next to your dad then? I don't know. I was, I'd always, you know, pictured it being my mom when the time comes. But now there's a new person in the mix and I don't. Is there room? I don't know how I feel about it. Is there room next to it? You can just kind of tack him onto the other side of your mom. That way, <laughs> Jeez. she's she's sandwiched in between the two. Oh, why are you gonna do that? It's an honest. Uh, it's an honest question. I I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what the whole cemetery would you know looks like on that end. Um, it's been um, a while since I've been there. I live out of state now. Um, so somebody else might be in the closest spot and we're, you know, we have no choice. These are our spots. Taking up real estate. Now, can I ask a question? Do you have any brothers or sisters? I do not. 
Oh, see, I was like, you know, how do they feel about right. it? Right. Well, when you talk to your mom about it, when you said, hey, what about the other one? What does she say? She gets sort of, um, eh, well, you know, I was thinking maybe, and it all kind of just washes away. Yeah. It doesn't really get down to real conversation. You, you said her new husband is a good dude. What if she were to go to him and say, look, we're together in this life, but in the next life, well, I'm gonna be laying that boy. What a what a sticky situation. But you say all right. So real quick, this other guy. I'm gonna assume. You know, I'm guessing your mom is up there in age somewhat. I'm assuming it's not his first marriage either. No. What happened there? They just amicably divorced. Okay, so he got divorced there. All right, so he doesn't have. This sort of situation. To me, I think if you go into this and you're getting together with a widower, yeah, right, you know that obviously there was something there that was good. Yeah. And especially if, hey, I shotgun this spot for a year on end. I, I don't know. To be honest with you, Jennifer, from hearing this out, I don't think you're wrong. I think I think there's a lot of people wrong in this. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's wrong. But that's disrespectful to your dad. To but is anybody right is the question. I... All right. Well, what? You've given your side of the story. I should. No judgment. <laughs> now, so what we're going to do is we're going to put you on hold, okay? You'll be able to hear all the calls. You'll be able to hear all the texts. And we're going to find out, are you wrong for not wanting your mom to get buried next to someone who isn't your dad? Right? Yep. That's, that's, the, that's the heart of it. All right. Well, buckle up. This should be an interesting one. Well, we got a lot of calls and texts pouring in about this already. Good, 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 good. Uh, let's get to Jenny. Jenny, what do you think on this one? Honestly, that would make me so sad. Right. But but her mom has moved on, and she, you know, I think whatever happens in the afterlife happens. So I think her mom needs to do what makes her happy in the life she's living now. Well, we're talking about the afterlife for her, too, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, her getting married isn't the problem. It's just where she wants to be buried. Right. I think she should do it for her daughter because her daughter's going to be the one, like, doing it, I guess. That's why. That's but that's why you have to have all this stuff ready to go before anybody starts passing away. He thought he did. No, I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I know that. Oh, did, did, poor man. And now they just got an open spot sitting there too. Who goes there? It's up for grabs. Fair question. <laughs> Make an offer. <laughs> all right. Thank you for the call. All right. Let's keep them coming. Let's help Jennifer out. Kelly and Wood. I don't know. It's kind of a heavy topic this morning. Jennifer called in for "Am I Wrong?" Her dad passed away a few years ago. Bought a burial plot. With a spot for his wife next to him, mm-hmm. right? Jennifer's mom. Well, Jennifer, Jennifer's mom is going to remarry now, and she's talking about getting buried somewhere else. Whew. She wants to know, is she wrong for thinking that her mom shouldn't do this? Uh, a lot of texts rolling in here saying, uh, hey, I don't think there's anything wrong with this. I think that he, I, it's the mom's decision at the end of the day, but the daughter should have a large say in it as well. Yeah. Uh, what about this one? If she gets cremated, have her split her ashes between the two. Part of her with each of the man she loved. That's not a bad idea. Not bad. Um, I I think this is dumb. Who cares? The dad doesn't. Well, he that's, did when he was here. But that's how I feel about it, man. When I'm dead, I don't kick me in the river. I don't even care. This is my this is my earthly vessel. I don't need it anymore. I won't do that to you. I, my I've, treat, I've treated it like trash while I was alive. Let's treat it like trash <laughs> when I'm dead. Stop. Uh, can the mom be buried next to her first husband, and the new husband be cremated and buried on top of the mom's casket, or with the mom if he goes first? Holy moly! Well, that'd be a crowded spot. But I can see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, if it's crowded, you can, can just kind of spread the ashes, if you will. I. I that's what. 
I want, dude. I'd spread my ashes on Lake Superior. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, I believe she should get buried next to her first husband from this texture. This texture's it's not about the kids. It's about what the mom wants. It's her decision. She's going to be dead. Yeah, but I get, Polly says great cremated. Six people can go into one body spot if you're cremated. Okay. I think you're probably a lot more unless you're going to, yeah. you know, I guess. But maybe that's like the urn or whatnot getting placed there as well. Uh, I agree with Jennifer. Mom should be buried by her dad. This has something to do with, you know, this is kind of up to her. The, the child should have a large say in it. Um, other one, she is not wrong. I would ask to take my mom's place if it were me. Okay. You, hey, you, then you got your... Boy, wouldn't that be weird, though? Yeah, I don't know about that. When my grandparents lived right across... Because they lived in Latimer, Iowa, which was a town of about 150 people. Mm-hmm. We, we would have given them a small town salute that was that small. And they lived right by the cemetery. And it was weird because we'd go for nightly walks around the cemetery. And boom, there was grandma and grandpa's headstone while they were still alive. I hated that. See, I, 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 I don't I want that. I, yeah. To me, it, like we had a couple people text in, like, is the tombstone already say her name? Yes, it does. Oh, I hate that. And I, I'm with you. That's... To me, that's bad Mugumbo. Right. That's like foreshadowing. I don't know what it is. I, maybe, you know, I get it, like planning ahead and everything, but to me, no, no, no. I, like, I, I'll have my plan set up what I want done, but I'm not going that far. The worst, too, is my grandparents had like their names and then their year of birth and then a dash. And then just kind of waiting for the and last. Then, it's like, come on, Grandma and Grandpa. Mm-mm. You guys are going to live forever. <laughs> no more. Uh, we have someone on the phone who actually has dealt with something like this. Uh, hello? Hey, Kelly and Wood. How are you? Good. What's up? So I'm a widow, and I actually bought three spots when my husband passed away because I was so young that I thought, you know what? I might fall in love again. Okay. And it would be nice if my kids could just visit one spot for their dad, their mom, and whoever they grew up with. Now, obviously, she's in a different situation because she's older, Um I think she just needs to have the conversation with her mom and not let her mom poo-poo it and just say, you know, would you visit your parents separately? Do you prefer to visit them together? Because really, the grave is a healing place, in my opinion, for going and being able to talk to this person. And, you know, maybe you don't want to talk to your future dad or (laughs) stepdad at the same time. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I don't think it's wrong for her to have those feelings. I'm kind of sad that her, I don't know what her, you know, dad passed away from or how old he was. I'm kind of sad they didn't get a third spot, but that's just because I thought ahead and bought two spots next to him. Actually, we're, we're now a sandwich of five. His parents got the left side. I got the right side. And so we'll all be there as one big happy family. But uh I think I think Jennifer touched on something too. The way I feel about it, once you're dead, your de- your earthly vessel is done. That's all. It's just sitting in the ground there. Got a lot of texts like that too. It's, it's more about the people that are left behind. Like you said, it's a place to go and heal and talk and and all of that. So I think this is maybe one time where you just need to be like, all right, my daughter wants me to do this. I'm just going to do it. That's my personal opinion, though. Right. I don't think it's wrong, and I think that if this new marriage is great that the husband would be understanding and maybe there's a plot a couple down i mean same location you know just i don't know i was opposed to being at two different grave sites because i didn't want my kids to have to travel right but, um it's good thinking that, that oh you know at 35 it's not the thing you thought you were gonna think about yeah sure. here we are well hey we appreciate the call thank you so much 
problem. Have a good day, guys. All right. So let's keep them coming. Keep the calls and texts coming. 320-656-9453. Is Jennifer wrong for wanting her mom to stick with the original burial plans that they had before her father passed away? Mm. Kelly and Wood. All right. Jennifer's sitting on hold because she wants to know, is she wrong that her dad and mom were supposed to be buried next to each other? Her dad passed away, unfortunately, 10 years ago. Mom is about to get remarried. And now mom wants to get buried with the new guy. Jennifer's having an issue with that. She wants to know, is she wrong? And the texter's uh, really on Jennifer's side. Uh, she says, by the way, hey, you're an only child. You you usually out going to probably outlive mom anyways. Right. Just bury her wherever you want. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> Dig her up later and move her? Uh, no, the daughter is not wrong. I am absolutely in her court. Absolutely not wrong for being upset. However, ultimately, it is going to be up to your mom to do what she thinks is going to make her happiness. After all, some decisions aren't a win for everyone. That's actually a really good one. How about this one? This is a pretty interesting story. Uh, we went to bury my grandparents' ashes. Before we got there the night before, my uncle did not know he had to set up someone to dig the hole. So a cousin that lived nearby bought some shovels, and we had to dig the hole for the urn box ourselves. Wow. The next day, the entire family's present. We went to put the urn box in, and the hole was too small it wouldn't is, fit is it okay to laugh at this <laughs> well get ready it wouldn't we kind of had to put it in sideways that's when my mom comes up and gives it a stomp and said dad i know you don't want to go but get in there it was the most funniest thing ever that is awesome man yeah in those moments man like when you lose somebody like that those little happy moments are funny moments they are absolutely necessary uh, another one here it says look i lost my dad when i was young he's been gone 27 years my oh, mom remarried she still plans on being buried next to my dad my stepdad respects that cool for me i don't just talk to my dad at the cemetery i talk to him often wherever so the plot location doesn't matter much to me i would just have a conversation with my mom hopefully they both have an open mind on this and can come to an answer so that's somebody who's gone through this literally exact same situation yeah well this is good and i appreciate everyone calling and texting we have someone who's sitting on hold wants to chime in would you be okay with mom being buried somewhere else no. No. Straight to the point. That was, first, that was your first husband. You have to be respectful of like what that relationship was. And you made a promise and you bought the plots together with the intention of being together forever. It's not just like the next hot young thing that comes along. You switch over to that plot. No, that's not how this works. But. And you are dead at the time, and you have no idea what's going on. Like, you're gone. But if you're but, waiting in eternity but, for someone to show up and they like, know show you... I don't think that's how it works, Wood. I'm pretty Pick sure. up a book. <laughs> I have read the book. She has kids, and she has to respect those kids as well. So it's not just one relationship that you're looking at with a person who's alive and a person who's not. I guess that is true, because you, you, to, you got to think about the people who are left. Yeah. Yeah, funerals are not for, what is it the same? Funerals are not for the dead, they're for the living. Right. Same thing. Honestly, I, if you're the other guy, I'd have a problem with that too. Like, you know you know your role when you got into this, right? Yeah. Like, there was someone there before you, there's something, you know, obviously, it. I won't say it ended well, but you know what I mean? It wasn't like a divorce or anything like that. All right, well, thank you for the call on this one. Thank you. Wood, I think it's time to give a judgment on this one. All right. All right, Jennifer, you heard the calls, you heard the text, your judgment today, and am I wrong? Boy, it's a spl- it's a hung jury on this. Sometimes we get precise judgments on this, and sometimes we have these moments where everyone's kind of split as to if you're wrong or not. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard because 
like my dad's not here to speak up for himself, but also it's my mom's life, but also it's my family, and it's just so many different opinions. Well, like the one texter sent in, you know, maybe if you sat down and just talked to your mom and let her know why it bothers you. Do you, do you, I mean, maybe this is like the heat of the moment that she is getting married and everything seems fresh and brand new, yeah. you know, that maybe they, it's just one of these things that if you just kind of say, hey, I'm happy for you, but at the end of the day, that is my dad too, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be some sort of, I keep coming back to the word respect, you know. Yeah. I mean, I look, I, I full-on believe I'm going to go before Andrea. Oh, God, yes. And whatever Andrea wants to do afterwards, that's fine. But at the end of the day, you know, when she comes calling upstairs, I hope she's not showing up you know, with a Chippendale dancer on her arm. You know I what I mean? You, I think you and I should get buried next to each other. If we're the only let's ones just, who don't like us. Let's just seal the deal here and now. <laughs> All right, this ain't about that. Um well, either way, yeah, this is one of those tough situations where you also have to remember that your mom is her own person, too, and can kind of do what she wants. But but you are an only child. Speak up for your dad. I don't think that's wrong. No, no, not at all. I'm not saying that. No. But I apologize that we couldn't be of more help to you today on this one. That's okay. You guys did give me a lot to think about. All right. Well, best of luck with all of this. And if you ever need anything, uh, Wood and I are here for you, okay? Kelly and Wood. Minute to win it. This is where we throw out a topic, and Matt Wood, Kelly Jordan, and Brian Riley all have to come up with names in this topic, mm-hmm. right? The last person to say it before the buzzer goes off wins. Right. That's what makes this game so stressful. Now, it is a countdown here, and you can say one, you can say 30. doesn't matter. It's the one right. who says at the very end. And today... You- you know what? You had a really good strategy yesterday, Wood, because you just kept naming them, and so you were taking the ones that I wanted to say. That was, that was a good strategy yesterday. But then I held one back right. at the very end. But I still won. This, it was good. All right. So here we go. Uh, this one actually got sent in to us a while back. I believe it was by Mary Beth, so I apologize if that is wrong. But we're going to go with auto manufacturer. Oh, jo- sorry. It was Joan. Okay. Auto manufacturers. Auto manufacturers. Oh. Minute to win it. Let's go. Chevy. Nissan. I'm a Ford man myself. DeLorean. Jeep. I guess, yeah, DeLorean was one. So, all right. Stop pausing. Or stop stalling. Well, we don't have to go in oh, order. Pontiac. There you well, go. Well, I worked at a Pontiac dealership. Thank you very much. <laughs> Rolls Royce. No one cares. Bentley. Does. Oldsmobile. There's another one that doesn't, isn't around That's anymore. That's true. Mm-hmm. Aston Martin. Oh. Saturn. Jeez. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Pre, uh... What, well, Toyota. Toyota. Uh, How about one my mom cannot say? Mitsubishi. I, I don't That's think you said it right. It comes out like a swear word. No, I no, said I it right. I think that was right. Yeah, thank you very Ooh. much. Okay. Honda? Uh, Honda. Low. Uh, Suzuki? Did I, they ever make a car? I know one of you guys is thinking Ferrari. Oh, oh yeah. Lamborghini. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. Here comes. What about Jaguar. What about Alfa Romeo? Uh, Hugo. Hugo. Is Hugo a thing? A uh, Hugo is a car. It, they they made him for like a hot second back in the eighties. Hugo from the nation of uh, former nation of Yugoslavia. <laughs> I can't believe that popped into my head. Get the hell out of here! I have not. <laughs> Thought of a Yugo in years. Holy cow. Uh, 
I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm impressed by myself on that one. That's two in a row. That is two in a row. I like Kelly's strategy of just, he knows the button, though. He could see the time. No, I can't. No, no. Because they can all hear it. The, ti- the timing is actually off on here. It's not exactly a minute. So it, it oh. stops before. Brian Riley always thinks that was stressful. That's two in a row for Kelly Jordan. How stressful. Now it's stressful. I got to maintain this title. Tomorrow we'll do it again. Minute to win it. Kelly and Woods, small town salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Gwinner, North Dakota, population 951. And if your kids are headed to school in Gwinner today, expect chicken tidbits, mashed potatoes, and fruit and veggies on the menu. Mayor Dan McKeever making sure those kids are well-fed and nourished, and that's why Gwinner, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Oh, darn it. Ah, nailed it. Oh, wait. For some reason, I thought that was the wrong thing I played. Come on now. Oh, my mind is somewhere else. I'm sorry, Wood. Lock it in. Lock it in. I know you got a good story for us, though, and Wood will give us that story now. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Virginia, my friend. I got nothing. It's the land for lovers, I believe. Land for lovers trash. Yeah, here we go. Colonial trash. (laughs) Well, that's where we have the authorities. They get a call saying, hey, you need to get over here. We're hearing gunshots. Oh, dang. Imagine authorities take that obviously very serious. Yeah. 911 also gets a call saying, hey, you need to get over here. The aliens are attacking. Ironically enough, same location. This poor 911 person probably thinks, oh, here it comes. War of the Worlds. Yeah, I knew it. Well, when authorities got there, no spaceships to be found, but they did find 31-year-old Jesse Shields and 23-year-old Catherine McCloskey. Now, they were hanging out in the house. The problem was, wasn't their house. <laughs> well, they started getting in and said, hey, what are you guys doing? Apparently, they had broken in. They said, we were being chased. We had to break in here and get safe. Okay, what was chasing you? The aliens. Mm-hmm. All right, if you say so. Where where are the aliens? It's, McCloskey said, in fact, they're in the backyards, and I just saw their lasers again. Oh. They're green. Well, so the officer, needless to say, I got to check this out. <laughs> Walks in the backyard, but he does see green flashes. It's fireflies floating through the sky. Oh, man. They must have been just... Shields then joined him at his shoulder and said, See those lasers? That's what I was shooting my magnum at. <laughs> That's probably when the officer turned to him and said, Sir, ha- have you been doing any sort of drugs tonight? Jesse said, Oh, yeah. We've done a lot of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. You are a crackhead. I figured as much. Well, once they kind of got everything sorted out, sure enough, Shields and McCloskey had broken into the home, hiding from the aliens, and they decided to pop off a few rounds from the Magnum to scare off E.T. Was that their gun, or did they get that in the house? No, it was their gun that they were carrying around, because thank God. Well, the good news is no one was hurt by the gunfire, and the two were arrested for breaking and entering and also firing off a gun and probably some drug Charges on there as well. You are a crackhead. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, give this one a score, shall we, Wood? Come on. Boy, if you could hit a firefly with a gun, mm-hmm. with a bullet, 
That's some. That's, that's some pretty good shot. Precise shooting. And judging off the mug shot, that would have been pure luck. I had a friend that was so drunk one time, and I was giving him a ride home. And you know how when your windshield's kind of dirty, the the stoplights will make like a line on your windshield. Mm-hmm. He was like, <laughs> I can't believe it. I. Th- this story totally brought it back to me. He was like, those lights are shooting lasers at us. I was like, what? He goes, look up there. Those stoplights are shooting lasers at. See those lines coming down from the lights? Like those are on the windshield. Oh yeah, that's real funny, isn't it? He says to me. He thought that he thought the stoplights were shooting lasers at us. Where's that dog, the bounty hunter clip again? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was on crack. I'm I mean, you are a crackhead. As we know, I have hung out with crackheads <laughs> in the past, unknowingly, and uh, he very well could have been on something. Well, thank you for driving him, sir. No, absolutely. Signed, society. The thing is, he laughed at me too. I was like, dude, that's on the windshield. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's on the wind. I'm like, yeah, it's a dirty windshield. Sorry. Mm. He thought they were shooting lasers at it. That's that's drunk, dude. Seventy five points. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it a score, Come shall on. we? All right, so we got uh, calling the police. Because you think that there's aliens in the backyard. Mm-hmm. 175 points right there. Oh, but who else are you going to call? That's true. Um, firing your gun at said aliens. That's true. Uh, that's trashy. Because mm-hmm. even if it were aliens, let, let's see what they want first. Let me get that another 175 points. Eh, I'm kind of on the shoot first side, but hey, you're right. <laughs> the fact that you thought fireflies were lasers. That's trashy. I'm going to give that another 175 points. Mm-hmm. Um, saying, oh yeah, we done a ton of cocaine. That, that's trashy. Yeah, that's two hundred points right there. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, they, they, did you give them some points for breaking into a house that wasn't theirs? No, I didn't. That's trashy. That's one hundred twenty-five points right there. Actually, I'm gonna throw on another twenty-five. I feel like that's scoring a little bit low. They were both arrested. That's yes. one hundred fifty points. Mm-hmm. Oh, would we got so close? <sighs> Can we find twenty-five more points in this story? Anyway? The points are the points. If we could find twenty-five more points, we could. We haven't heard from the intern house band in a long time, and I feel like it's my fault. No, the points are the points. All right. Well, we almost had it, brother. That's what makes it special today. Our people breaking into someone else's houses to avoid the aliens and shooting their guns earns himself a whopping 975 points. Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time for two-second tune. This is exactly what it sounds like. Two seconds to identify a song. Now, it used to be fun when it was just me and Wood doing it. Oh, But then, for some reason, we had to add Brian Riley to the mix. He did really well while you were out that time. And now it's like, now I'm once again pushed to the backseat. Well, here we go. Uh, We asked whether or not should we do the animal noises or names. A few people did text in names. Amber's like, let's see if that's why Kelly's really losing. Other people, (laughs) Jill's like, names. And then everyone just said, no, animal noises. It was overwhelming. All right, so what are we doing then? Animal noises. Barnyard animals. Brian Barn Riley. Yard animals. I'm doing a cow. Moo. Okay. I'll do a chicken. Let's hear it. <laughs> I love how your chicken's surprised. Okay. <laughs> He's a crazed chicken. He's excited about the two-second, too. Oh, man. I, I get, I, honest to God, get anxiety when we're doing this, because I hate always looking bad. <laughs> we'll play two seconds, and then you will let me know who is the song title and artist. Is there a theme? Ah, uh, no. Okay. But these are pretty well-known country songs. <sighs> Brian Riley, you ready, man? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. All right. Let's hear the first clip. I think Chicken was first on no this way. one. That is nonsense. <sighs> She's country, Jason Aldean. Correct. That's yeah. nonsense. No, come on. I'm going back to the replay. On his birthday, after all. Oh, then I shouldn't guess any. It's my gift to you. No, it's not no, my it's birthday. Jason Aldean's it's Jason birthday. Aldean's birthday. Oh, well, then I don't care about your My birthday. birthday is December 2nd. Thanks for knowing me. Thanks for knowing who <laughs> he is. Learn me. All right, song. All right. Before my time. And number tune, <laughs> number two. Here we go. Move. 
Oh, boy. Brian Riley. That's rumors, Lee Bryce. Dang. Correct. I'll give it to you. It's rumor. Now, close enough. There's only away. one rumor about him sleeping with everybody out there. <laughs> Not two. All there's, right. There's a rumor going around. We're tied up 1-1. One, one. Here we go. Two-second tune, number three. Shoot! And now I, I, uh, <laughs> chicken's so um, angry. Is it before he cheats? Carrie Underwood. Yes. Yeah. It is. I feel like I'm not loud enough over the music, so you're not hearing. Yeah, me. you really get into that chicken I anger. Like run away from the mic when you're because you don't want to be too loud. Because I feel like if I don't, I feel like I gotta chime in. Sometimes I'm chiming in even before I know what it is. All right, so uh, we have a fourth one here, a tiebreaker. Oh, here we go. Now this song has not is not country. Technically, there is no time. It's '90s hits, and it's worth two points. Okay, all right. This good level of playing '90s hits. You say '90s oh boy. hits. I feel pressure. Brian, were you even around in the '90s? I was born in '92. Okay, mm. here we go. Whoops. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> and. Spin Doctors, two, two kings. No, two princes. No, Spin Doctors. Yeah. First time. He got it on the first you time. Know it. I didn't know it was two princes. It is two princes. No. Yes. Oh man, you know what? He's right. If he didn't correct it right away, I wouldn't have let it stand. But I think Brian might be right that I shouldn't be allowed a correction. Like if I get it wrong, if this is a regular game show, I would have got a buzz on that. Wood, you're the you're the I, master. I have no Vanilla. I feel cheated if I win this one, so I, I'll give it to you. I have no Pat Sajak. Okay, I feel slighted. What do you, if you win? You feel slighted? I feel, yeah, because it, like you, you know what I mean. It's just like you I mean, knew the, the answer. You just you I, got all jacked up because you got the tiebreaker. Would you have known? <laughs> would you have known two princes immediately? Yes, yes I would. I would have. That's, that's fine. A, that's fine. I'll give you the win. That's fine. That's a great song. By that the way. is a that's jam. a fantastic song. All right. Well, I'll, you know what though? I'm so desperate for a win. I'm going to take <laughs> your charity. So thank you. You're welcome. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Would you guess the MGM Grand possibly in Las Vegas, which is a huge hotel? Yeah, that's, that's, at least it's got to be the biggest one in the United States. Possibly. I'm talking world, though. I'm thinking world globally. Okay. All right. The tall, the biggest, it's not the tallest, but the biggest hotel in the world. India. Is, let me finish, please. Saudi Arabia. Close. It's in Mecca, Saudi Arabia. It's the Abraj Albait Albait Hotel. This hotel covers sixty thousand square feet. It's six. In, it sits in a sixty thousand square feet area. Has seventy restaurants and forty five. It has seven forty five story towers. Now that accommodates ten thousand rooms. Now this is in Mecca, Saudi Arabia, to accommodate Muslims who make their pilgrimage to Mecca. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. That's why they built such a gigantic hotel. It can house almost forty thousand people at a time. Yeah, I guess yeah, four person per room. Yeah, That's it has four helipads and round the clock, uh, round the clock room service. Whatever you want, it's it's a high class hotel. And you would think at ten thousand rooms, the uh, Quality might wane Amenities a little bit. Amenities may lack, but no, not at this place. Whoops, sorry, oh. Brian Riley. Brian Riley. They got a casino on that bad boy. I don't think you can gamble in in Mecca, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I don't think Muslims are big on Muslims that. Muslims aren't stuff. big on letting it ride. I won't be there. No. So when you have ten thousand rooms and seventy restaurants, 
Yeah, throw in a little craps table. Think about that. I it, think it's 100% against their religion. That's the other thing. I don't think you could get a cocktail there either. No. I'm pretty sure that's dry. Yeah. So think about it. If you're charging 50 bucks a room, that place is making a half a million a day. But it's got to be more than 50 bucks. I just, right? I just, I just <laughs> picked an easy number so we could actually do the math. Let's do 100. Let's crank it up to 100. Maybe. That would be... Uh, See, why you got to do that, man? That'd be a million dollars a night. Yes, that would be double. So yes, <laughs> correct. You are correct, sir. I like that it took us three minutes to figure out that answer. Could have just doubled because it Because I don't want to throw out the wrong thing, because mm-hmm. as we know, my math skills can be a bit uh, challenged at times. We'll be mocked incessantly for it. Right. I've but always that- wanted to go to Dubai or Saudi Arabia, like any of those, because yeah. they always just seem clean and just... It does seem clean, doesn't it? I had a friend who went to Dubai and said it is... Insane, like it is wild. Like good or bad? Just it is weird. Really? Like he says you'll be dr- like there's obviously top end cars everywhere you go. Yeah. And like he said, he saw a car that had like a tiger in it. Jeez. <laughs> he says the place is the entire place is like a fever dream. Can you get a drink in Dubai? I don't. I mean, if I'm sure if you had enough money, you could get anything you want in right. Dubai. But isn't Dubai? I believe that they're the more Americanized. Okay, but isn't aren't they like very very strict on rules and laws out there? Like you can't do. Well, yeah. I, now I take that back because you're right because they obviously just had the World Cup there. No, oh. that was in Qatar. Right, and so. you couldn't have a drink there. Right. I don't know. You know, I'm just going to stick to the good old USFA. If I want to get a little wild, I'm going to go to Vegas here in a couple of weeks. If you want to see the ocean, go to Key West. We got it all. That'll scratch my itch. That's right. And plus, I can't imagine staying in a place with 10,000 other people. (laughs) Oh, that would be a nightmare. No, lines everywhere. Well, Wood, you don't have to stay there, but at least now you know it exists. That's and, true. And maybe you didn't find it interesting. I really did, because I didn't know there was a hotel that big anywhere on God's green earth. But certainly there is, and it's over in Saudi Arabia if you're making trips for the summer. And if you didn't like it, I'll have another one for you tomorrow, because this is what I do. This is my time to shine, and sometimes I'm the only one that finds them interesting. And I have to say, <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Uh, We talk about carrying on your family's name. That's right. And uh, I don't really care that much about it, but it's very important to you, Wood, and I respect that. And the texters, they they cared about it as well. So put on your socks, (laughs) carry on that family lineage, and get her done. All right, you'll find out what that means right now on the bonus track. Kelly and Wood. Uh, You put some work into that one today. Not really. No? Same work I put into all of them sometimes. Oh. They just don't land on the beat right. Well, that one did. You know what I'm talking about? Good I wrote that you. 15 seconds ago. I've been up since 2.30 this morning. I knew you got up early because you never beat me in. And when I saw you, I beat me in. I was like, oh, someone didn't get enough sleep last night. First of all, apologize. <laughs> For what? Speaking of truth? Second of all. I think all, the Lord would disagree with you. And the reason is, it was so dry last night. What was? I don't know if it you? was my room, the house, the planet. You got to moisturize. I tell you that all the time. You get to moisturize. I don't know what it was, but my God. I, it was one of those nights where, because I, I, I take a glass of water to my nightstand every night. Must be nice. I have to, right? And you know those nights where you roll over and your mouth, like your teeth are like sticking, not to your teeth. Like your your lips and stuff to your gums. That is the best tasting glass of water you'll oh. ever have in your life. I, right, and every and like you, the second it touches your lips, it like instantly is absorbed into like your gums. Yep. It doesn't even get to like the back of your throat. Gets things working again. I drained that glass, and I was still thirsty. Get up, go to the bathroom, and I don't know about you. I go in the pitch black. I don't because I don't want to make a mess. See, I 
I have the feet of a ninja and the body awareness <laughs> of a kitten. And I'm, I, I can move through the darkness because I don't want Because as soon as I hit that light, you're awake. Day's on. Yep. Right? Because you're, you're such a fine-tuned machine, the second your body senses light, it just gets to work. Hey, I, that's why I'm team no snooze. Right. I don't play with that. And I got another glass of water, and I was still thirsty. Even you get, Can you hear it in my throat a little bit? You got, a, you got too much salt in your diet, man. No, nah, I don't think that's it. You, you got to stop salting them pizza rolls. I just think it's because I don't know. Maybe I was snoring, had my mouth open all night or something. Now, now you don't drink. No. So you won't know this feeling, but there is a feeling that you get. When you are waking up and you're hungover is all get out. Oh, yeah. And you got a couple of bottles of water next to the bed. Those are the best tasting bottles of water in the entire world. When you wake up and you're just, you're drained, you're thirsty, you feel like crap, you roll over, you pound two bottles of water, roll back over and go to sleep. Oof. That, that's the best tasting water in the world. I, you know it when somebody knows that they went too hard when they're grabbing the water bottles and heading to the bed. Yeah. You know, they, they, they know or, what's coming. Some Pedialyte, man. I, always, <laughs> I was about I, to say. I always do the, like, I'll do the, I don't do this anymore because I don't go ham like I used to, but the Pedialyte uh, freeze pops, dude, those were just, the, Good the, night. those are heaven on earth because you're, you're, you're running hot because your body's trying to burn off all the alcohol. Yeah. You're thirsty is all sin because your body's trying to flush all the alcohol. Alcohol is poison. I mean, let's just be honest with you. It is. Whoa. It is. I love it though. Now, what's the difference between Gatorade and Pedialyte? I think I think Gatorade has a ton of sugar in it, and Pedialyte does not. Okay. I think. I don't even know. I'm not even 100% sure. But I, I always go the Pedialyte route. Because I always thought it was weird. Like, if you ever go to, like, some of our radio conferences, like, they'll give you, like, these big, get, you know, gift bags with all this stuff, and there's always Pedialyte in there. Right, because they know that radio people are drinkers and that. I'm always... I, you're in the, you are in the minority. Big time. Especially when it comes to radio. Like, people in radio just drink. I don't know what it is. And then, and then usually you'll see them when they're in their 50s and everyone's, like, uh, sober now. Like, because everyone burns so hard through their entire early career that they get in their 50s. They're like, yeah, I had to slow her down a little bit. Once that life is past you... You're yeah. no longer about it anymore. Right. And when you're in your 50s and you're still, you know, falling down drunk, I don't know. It's That's a problem. It's maybe time to think about things. That's a problem. You know, I mean, we've all been there, especially at the cabin in the summertime. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm sure I'll, you know, in my 50s. I was about 50- to say, you're starting to seem like this is coming back to you here. <laughs> well, even in my 50s, I'm sure I'll still be at the cabin having too much to drink. That's just the way it goes. That's a, that's the Kelly Bryan, Kelly Jordan lifestyle. No, that's, just, that's the Minnesota way of life, man. You go up to the cabin, you knock back a few, and who cares? You're not driving anywhere. Just go lay in the bed and get super thirsty. Yeah. Oh, man. It's worse at the cabin. The worst is when you drink too much at the cabin, and if you're at a cabin with no AC, and you wake up the next morning, and you're hungover as all get out, thirsty as a man could possibly be, and then you got no AC. That's when you jump right in the lake in the morning and just cleanse the sin from your pores. Hear my words. I'm listening. I cannot sleep in any place that does not have AC. Oh, uh, see, you, I couldn't do it. We've always thought about inviting you up to our little cabin in the summertime. You wouldn't be able to do it because even the AC, the AC, you can turn it on, but it don't. It doesn't do it anything. Cool in it. No, see? it's more just to help you fall asleep to the sound of the fan. And that's honest to God. What I'm a little worried about going to see my parents here in Las Vegas. My parents in Vegas keep their house hand to God, eighty degrees. <laughs> that's warm. That is that's a warm, not warm. That's a warm sleep. That, that's like a hot flash. They won't turn it down for your arrival. Well, here's the deal: like out there, when you go outside and it's 120, and you come in and it's 80, that feels good. It feels amazing. Yeah, but then 
They just stopped. Then you get acclimated to 80. And that's the thing. And you see a lot that with the desert people, like in Arizona or, you know, Nevada. Desert people. That's what I call them. (laughs) Picturing your parents in a caravan across the Sahara. Yeah, selling, you know, wind chimes and things on the side of the road. (laughs) The movie Dune. Yeah, dream catchers and all that. It's a a lifestyle that I, I, honest to God, cannot wrap my mind around. Yeah. Well, if you, I mean, when I lived in Texas, we would keep our house at like 78. I know, but well, just because it was well, one, I couldn't get my house any colder than that because it was 110 outside. That AC's just banging. Yeah. It was just it was, and it's just sitting in the sun. And I, I don't know if you know this or not. I went to HVAC school. That's the rumor. Yeah, so I know that when a when the outside unit's sitting in the sun in Texas, you ain't you ain't you might as well forget about cooling. Just your put house. like a little hut over it, can't like a little dog house. No, can't do that. Because then that restricts the airflow, and then it doesn't work properly, and then you drive your pressures up, and now the refrigerant turns acidic. That sounds like you made that. No, up. I went, dude. I went to HVAC that like you made every bit of, There's a guy who's an actual HVAC and out there driving. He's, he's like, nah. and you know what he's saying? He's like, I like this guy Kelly. He actually has some real world knowledge, not just this stupid radio thing that they do every morning that doesn't mean anything. Nah, that guy dropped after after three weeks. No, I didn't. He doesn't know. I'll show you my certificate. <laughs> I needed that certificate to go to work for uh, Mini Gasco at the time. You just show up with it in your hand, like yeah. ah, tap tap tap, right here, <laughs> boys and girls. Yeah, look, man, you you can take a lot of things away from me: mm. my dignity, my pride, yeah. my self esteem. Mm-hmm. But you cannot take away my HVAC diploma. I've tried our certificate, whatever it was that what? I got. <laughs> the difference between a diploma and a certificate? I don't certificate? know. I think the diploma you had to... I don't know. It says I graduated from HVAC school. Because there's got to be a difference between a diploma and a degree. Like, you graduate college, you get a degree. Yeah. You graduate high school, you get a diploma. You graduate HVAC school, you now, get a certificate. We're running out of time, but I don't know if I've ever told you about why I lost my job in HVAC. I assume it's because you didn't know what you're talking about? No. No. Okay. It had, look, Kelly went to HVAC, HVAC school. I never knew. Yeah, Jesse, I went to HVAC school. That's the rumor. But I lost it over a girl and a threat in wintertime in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. And I lost my job with Minnie Gasco. You threatened a girl? And I said, you know what? No. No, I was trying to defend my woman's honor. Mm. And you know what I made that decision in that moment, Wood? This is a good message for all you kids out there. I said, you know what? I'm not doing HVAC anymore. I'm going to go be a nightclub DJ. And I did it. Yeah! And here I am today, making about the same amount of money I made <laughs> doing HVAC 20 years ago. Hitching your wagon to my star. That's right. Come on, so, baby. There we go. Anyway, all right, come on. Let's move on, shall we? I'm telling you, to me, once February's done, winter's over. Cipatron. Yeah. We may get some snow. We may even get some sub-zero temperatures. But it ain't going to last. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I love the month of March. I love the month of March. Because of basketball, though. Without a doubt. Right. I don't care about that at all. Not even one Not even 1% of my day is spent thinking about college basketball. I guarantee if you came with me one time, you would love it. No, I wouldn't. Love it. I, I, it, would, it, would, it would drive a further divide between us. Because I'm like, dude, I want to go do other a things. A win's a win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, can we go do something else besides sit here and watch sports for 15 hours a day? No, sit down. Right. Woo! So, so glad I came. Hey, man, you could drink for free, though. So no, okay, no with that. Yeah, you're talking my language. Yeah, you're talking my language. Can I sit there and not gamble and drink for free, though? Absolutely. Oh, okay. As long as you're with me, you know, because I get the drink tickets. And what am I going to do? I'm not going to turn around and use it on a, you know, a soda. A soda? No. So, I, so I'll either Red Bullet 
or I just hand it out to somebody else. Oh, man. See, the drinks would get me. But I, even so, I would be so bored sitting there watching March Madness for that many hours. Not with me, buddy. I, I would. Because you, you don't talk to me when we watch sports together. That's why I don't come to your house for sporting events anymore. I'll explain things. I sit there and talk to your wife, and she doesn't want... Mm-hmm. Our conversations are pretty limited. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying... I, oh, good to know my wife's a dummy in your eyes. No, I adore your wife. Yeah. But I don't know her as well as I know you, so I'm trying to talk to you, and you won't talk to me. I'm rounding the corner here to getting back to knowing my family. Because you know, football's over? Yeah, once college basketball season's over, right. then because I don't care about the NBA, ba- ba- baseball's okay. But yeah, I'll actually start paying attention to my family once again. Right. So Kind of get up to speed on everything that's been going on. Children. Come around. Introduce yourselves. (laughs) Who are you? Who is this man with a beard? Speaking of my kids, I had a very frank conversation with the family last night at dinner. So we've actually, I've been loving this. We've been having a lot more family dinners, which I've always thought is important to have. Heck yeah. It's very important. And in my family, my wife and I's schedules are just opposite. We don't get very many of them. So when we have the opportunity, we like to sit down and do it. Absolutely. That's awesome. So we sit down last night. We're having a nice meal. And for some reason, I forget how it came up, but we got to talking about how Everett is literally the last chance at the Wood family carrying on its name. That's interesting. Now, we there's been a big... Like, my my dad grew up with, like, I think, like, six brothers and sisters. Okay. Right? I they mean... Don't, they don't have any sons? Well, they did. So, it came down to it. There was me, my cousin Jake, Captain America, who I've talked a lot about. An amazing human being. And my brother. Now, my brother had one kid. They're done. He had a girl. Right. Lovely little Elsie. Love her to death. My cousin Jake, he had two girls. Me... Obviously, I have Murphy, and then the, then the boy. Right. And my dad even told me, like, when I had Everett, he said, great, my job's done. Now the pressure shifts to you. You got to make pressure? sure. You, dude, you got to carry on the family name. Okay. Not a whole lot of pressure. Oh, that's pressure. It can happen by accident on prom night, dude. It's, no, not, that, it's not that big of a responsibility. It's pressure. Oh, it absolutely is pressure. That, Why? And, you know, the old tale is if you make the beast with two backs and you have socks on, that means it's a boy. I've never heard that before. Eh, write it down. It sounds like you've already failed on carrying on your family. Oh, dare you, I'll you outside. With some ignorant stuff like that. No way. I, how can it be? I had the boy. I had I had the seed. And and you had your socks on when... when I did. You're lucky wife. <laughs> Why? Because you didn't cut your toenails that night? Why did you leave your socks on? No, because boom, that was the that was what we were told. You've never heard that before. I've heard other things that I don't want to say on the air, right? About how you make it sure it's a boy. Yeah, but it's, I, it's I was kind of disgusting. One though. of the easiest ways to do it is make sure you got socks on. Okay, and boom, that'll sure you have a boy. And so we did. And I wanted to make sure we had that because you think about it. Think about all the generations of wood, like all the generations of wood men going like. My my great aunt literally traced our family tree back to people coming over. Which is awesome. But what I'm saying is... And it rides on the boy's shoulders. You're acting as if... Like, what have you done to carry on your family's name? The boy! Pay okay. attention! Right! So all he has to do is have a boy. It's not a lot of pressure there. It can be. I'm sure that he, being like his dad one time, will... Have relations with a woman mm-hmm. and leave his socks on. Hopefully. Uh, it's, it's inevitable. Now, here's a question, and I'm being dead serious asking this. In today's world, where it is more common that, you know, some females are keeping their last names and stuff. Right. If Murphy would keep her last name, 
Would she carry on the wood name? Would the name carry on? See, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I would say yeah, but then her kids would have to be named Wood. The last name Wood, right? Yeah. Okay. So, and, and I'm, I'm honestly asking that because I, I, I do don't know find how this, that works. Yeah. Because I again, my my my, my great aunt and I think one of my cousins are, are really into this and like finding our lineage and stuff. And they did some like DNA stuff. Yeah. And hooked up with like another person like we've never even met. That was like way on the fringes of the family tree. And seriously, like it depends to carry it on. Mary Beth just texted in and said, this is a real thing for Mary, many people. My husband is an only child. We recently found out that maybe, you know, in, not in the future for us. It's a huge concern for him. It is for me. Well, you, you've already done your job. You got the boy. But now I have to make sure he does it. And that's what I was how telling are you. Gonna, you know what? You know how you make sure he does it? By staying out of it. You don't nah. need to be all up in his business trying to help him well, make connect. Well, not to be in the room with him, you know. Put your socks on, son. <laughs> but maybe I'll, you know. The one name must go on. But, you know, Andrew's like, you know, can we not? I'm like, hey, he just needs to know. That sounds like a really fun, lighthearted dinner conversation with a nine-year-old kid. Well, I think it's important. I mean, that's that's family history when you think about it. Well, it's family future. That's true, too. But I, I agree with you, but I'm just saying, I don't think there's a whole lot of pressure and just all right, cool. I gotta have a son. So you got you got Vinny, right? But I, man, I wish I wish my wife. I wish my kids had their mom's maiden name. Just because it sounds cool, De La Isla. It was just a. It was a cool. Last, I would have changed my last name to be hundred percent honest with and you. And she doesn't have a brother. Right? No, she doesn't. No. Now, do you? Now, your brothers? Do they have any sons? Yes. Okay, so there's no pressure so you got on multiple me. shots. Yeah, at so it. there's no pressure on me whatsoever. Well, see, my great my my grandfather, he had. Well, see, my dad, Jeff, Seth, and Paul. He had four boys. It can go quick, man. Uh, okay, I, I I just don't see eye to eye with you on this one. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm a, a little surprised that you didn't care about that as much. I, I just it doesn't mean anything to me. Hmm. I'll be dead and gone. I don't care. Oh, I will. I'm leaving no legacy. I'm leaving nothing. I'm leaving this earth as I came in, wow. unknown and just alone. See, I, I just couldn't do that to the, the woods that came before me. How, but they don't know either, Wood. They're dead. I have a, another texture. I have three brothers. We just all had girls and killed our last name. It is a big deal. I guess I don't, I don't see it. But see, for like him. Well, plus my last name's generic, so I don't really care that much. But like this texter, I wonder, again, going back to that girl thing, could the female then carry it on? Like if that would have been a big deal. I would think. But see, like if Andrea came to me and she said like, hey, I want to make sure, you know, one of the kids was named Fisher, what was her maiden name. I don't know if I could have done that. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, look, I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I I get that. I I, I agree with the people calling in. Mm -hmm. I get for some people, I just don't see it. I just don't care. Once I'm dead, I'm dead. I can't wait. I'm done. Come on. I, I'm not saying I want to. I'm just saying, like, cool. I'm yeah. done with this veil of tears. Man. See, I, well, hey, you know, and that's what makes but me I respect, go But I respect you for thinking this way. Now, would you want Presley, your daughter, to keep her maiden name or no? I don't care. I don't, I, I don't care about any of that stuff. I, I wish my wife would have kept her maiden name. I, yeah. I'm, I'm upset that she took my name. And, and, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong when it comes to the female side of things. They have a choice whether or not to keep their middle name or keep their main name that then pops into the middle name, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. Because so I they, would prefer that. Yeah. I, yeah. 
it's whatever. Yeah. It's just the name. Yeah. Been, I, I, maybe because I spent so much time worried about names and you know making sure, you know, like I, I, names meant a lot to me. First names meant something to me just because I, you know, I wanted them to be cool names, mm-hmm. but you know, the rest, I, I don't, I just don't care. And isn't it weird? Like if you go to like, you know, like Asian countries, their first names come, are last. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, right. it's swapped around for them. I think I just, to me, I find this whole thing like fascinating. And I love that you find it fascinating mm-hmm. and I respect you, Wood. Adam says, hey, I'm only going to be doing this with my socks on for now. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. You can let them toenails go. I'm just saying. Here we go. <laughs> Should we do some history, my friend? All right. It was on this day back in 1885. AT&T was incorporated back in 1885. Very cool. How many people even had telephones back then? Well, Couldn't yeah. have been that many. Well, that was the old, you know, operator who you want to talk to. Right. Steve, hold on. One, up two. To Steve, yeah. yeah. Uh, do, you, do you know what AT&T stands for? I never knew this. American Telephone and uh, Telegraph or something? You are 100% yeah. correct, sir. Very good. Mm. It was on this day in 1954. Enjoy your favorite programs, black and white or color. Turn the set on. Select your channel. See all color shows in living color. 1954, the first color television set was offered to sell for the public. How much did that cost? Probably, how much did it weigh? And That thing had to weigh 7,000 pounds. And let's be honest, the first time they probably saw that, it had to seem like witchcraft. Oh, 100%. And think about it, too. Like, a big TV back then was like a 12-inch TV. I still, to this day, know the first time I saw an HD TV. It was at a Best Buy, and I was walking through, and they had a, a old like video, uh, like a football game on. Yeah, and it looked as if I could reach through and touch right. it. It was, freaked me out. It's funny. I was just thinking this a couple days ago. I was sitting in my basement, and I was thinking about just twenty years ago. I would not have had a sixty-five inch TV hanging on the wall that's so clear that mm-hmm. it almost looks three D. Yeah, that, that was just t- fifteen years ago. I wouldn't have had that. And think of like the streaming. Like if right. like a half second my streaming goes down, I'm starting to yell at people. <laughs> right. Get yeah, log off. <laughs> you know? And it's just it's amazing it, how far we've come so fast. Or have you ever watched like an old TV show that they've like transferred over into HD? Right. But then like one scene for some reason like they can't do it. Yep. It seems like it's it's wild to me. It's it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Oh, even think about it. Nineteen fifty four, that was what? About seventy years ago, right? We'll just round up. In, a lifetime. In 70 years, though, we've gone from, mm-hmm. oh, my God, the first color TV to now. You can buy. I saw they had a, like a 97-inch TCL TV that yeah. you can buy for your wall. It's like I think it's like 15 grand or something like that. But it's like the, the width of like a credit card. Right. Yeah. It's 97-inch. Who would have thought? Think of what technology ki- a kid born today. Oh, I don't want to think about it. Will have at their fingertips. I don't want to think about it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, on this day in 1983, I know you hate this show. <laughs> I don't hate it. I just thought I was sold a bill of goods. I thought it was going to be like a war show. Well, it it's a different side of the war. Yeah, the 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 side that a you know nine year old kid doesn't want to wrap his mind around. It's the mobile army surgical hospital side. I thought I was going to get more A-team action. No, you did not. nothing. Anyway, MASH aired its final episode. It, for the longest time, it was like the most watched TV show or TV episode of all time. Correct. It's still, it still holds some record. I forget what it was, but it was like in the... 
I think 30 or 40 million people tune in or something like that. I, I think it's actually even more than that. Was it? I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, it was on this day in 1983, the final episode of MASH aired. Hmm. I don't really remember. I was really young at that time. I don't remember it, but I've seen it since then. Yeah. It's sad, dude. I loved MASH. It, it reminds me of my dad getting home from work, lighting up that first Salem in the house, and then turning on MASH. Now, he fought in Vietnam. He didn't fight. He was in Vietnam. But he was a uh, a mechanic. Did he have? Any so I, don't, sort I mean, of, I don't. I want to. I don't want to discount what he did. But did he have any sort of attachment to like that show? Did he like like it or? Well, not that was like the it? Korean War. Match was the Korean War, right? But still, like you know, that era and things like I, that. I don't think. I don't know. I, my, I never talked to the guy, so okay. I don't. I don't really know what he was thinking ever. So. Hmm. That's that whole thing. Well, Maybe just, that's why I don't care about my last name going on. I don't. <laughs> look, to me, it died once I got it. All right. Uh, let's do some birthdays right quick. Uh, celebrating a birthday today, and I went a deep cut on this one. Just don't tell them I've gone crazy. This is my favorite Jason Aldean song. Really? Yeah. I'm still strung out of this reminds me of getting fired from the radio station. <laughs> Jeez, I'm Debbie Downer this morning. <laughs> well, he goes like, yes, my favorite song. It's when I got canned. No, it just it reminds me of going through that process of losing a job I had had for nine years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like, I'm sorry. I'm an emotional guy, dude. I'm, you do. I'm deep. Mm-hmm. I'm a deep thinker. He's got to be like 45. Ah, oh, you're close. You're one year off, my friend. He is the ripe old age. A 46. Love seeing him in concert. Yeah. He has just a ton of energy. He's he's one of my favorites, Jason Aldini. But that's kind of a deeper cut. It, it got radio play, but I don't think it was ever really a hit. Hmm. Uh, and then also celebrating a birthday today. Mario Andretti. Ooh, okay. Doesn't it sound like there's something wrong with this car when they're revving it up? Those engines work at, like, speeds. Right. You know, the RPMs and everything are just... Listen to that. One of the coolest sporting events I've ever been to was the Indy 500. And, like, you don't I understand bet. when you're sitting there and when they come by yeah. how fast those cars oh, are going. Oh, man, I want to do that one time. I want to go to a Formula One race one time. It is just a speed that you just, like, yeah, okay, there they yeah. go. See it again in 45 <laughs> seconds. But he's got to be 80, 82. Oh, I thought you were going to have it right on the nose this morning. No, he's 83. Oh. So family racing right there. Yeah, pretty cool, man. Uh, and of course, if it's your birthday today, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday as well. 